Books can take us around the world. They can take us to the intimate spaces of human experiences, and they can help us grow through their words. Stay tuned for People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. Good morning, and I am Janice Leibovitz, and you are our People of the Book. How was your week? Have you been reading? What have you been reading? Um, I always find that this is such a frantic time of year, and I wonder if it's that frantic for you. I find people are rushing to get everything done before we get to that holiday time that everyone's been looking forward to. Um, it's a, a long holiday period um, that we often get in December and everything shuts down. Um, do you get as much time to read as you normally do in the rest of the year? And I also find someone said something very interesting to me during the week. They said that they have a reading routine, which I found quite interesting. Um, she said that no matter what time she heads to bed each night, whether it's earlier, later, whether she's exhausted, she always has to read. She has to pick up something to read, whether it's her book, whether it's a magazine. She always has to end her day reading something, which I found quite interesting um, because I also do that. And whether it's a page, and then I find my eyes closing, or whether it's um, a few pages or a chapter, and I tell myself, well, I'll put it down now. And if you're reading something really good, you know that feeling that you just don't want to stop reading. But there's that routine that you have, and people have strange reading habits where when they finish a book, they can't just put it down and carry on doing something else. They always pick up something else and start reading that. They can't just finish reading something. They always pick up something else and immediately start reading the next thing. Do you have any reading habits or reading routines? I'd love to hear about them. Remember, you can always email me, books at highfm.com. You can also SMS me during the show on 34519, or you can contact me via Telegram on 0618951019. I'd love to hear from you during the show, so get those messages through to me. Um, at this time of year also, I don't know if you've been into a bookshop lately, there's always a huge surge of brand new books on the shelves, much more than usual, I find. And it's so enticing when you walk in and you see those lovely books, shiny covers, and you just don't know what to reach for first. And do you actively look out for new books at this time of year? Are there books that you have been looking forward to? Do you anticipate what's coming out? We've received an absolutely fabulous list of books from Jonathan Ball Publishers. And um, I'm going to try and get through as many as I can just to let you know what to look out for during the next month. They've actually sent us a list for November and December. I'm going to try and get through as many of the November books as I can today. And we're going to get to those after the break. I love it when you read to me. This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. Welcome back. 
And as I said before, we are going to chat about some books that you can look forward to reading this November that will be new on the bookshelves from Jonathan Ball Publishers and get those paper and pens ready so you can make a note of what to look out for. And they've got some old favorites, firstly, that you can look for. And I'm sure that these um, get saved to come out at this time of year so that people can read them during the holidays. They are perfect holiday reads. Firstly, Dion Mayer has a new book out. It is already in stores. I've seen it. Um, it's called The Last Hunt. It is a Benny Chrysal book. And those who are Dion Mayer fans know exactly who he is. And very enjoyable for those who enjoy those books. And for those who are interested, there's actually a book launch happening um, on Thursday, the 14th of November at Exclusive Books Hyde Park. If you would like to go and meet Dion Mayer, get a copy of his book. I'm sure he'll sign it for you. Um, Thursday, the 14th of November, Exclusive Books Hyde Park at 6 o'clock. Um, he's a really wonderful guy, lovely to chat to, very engaging. And um, I'm sure it'll be very interesting if you want to go along and listen to him chat about his new book. Um, that's really great. That's already in stores, as I said. Another one that I know people really enjoy, John Grisham, always popular. Um, a new book out called The Guardians, and that is... One of his usual themes, fight for justice in small town America. Um, and as I say, I know that John Grisham is always popular. Another one who is always popular, Michael Connolly, um, with Harry Bosch. He's got a new book out called The Night Fire. And that is Harry Bosch with his new sidekick who's been with him for the last couple of books, Renee Ballard. She is, um, an LAPD cop and Bosch has started working with her. On cases, also quite a new introduction, and that works quite well, that partnership. So I know he's always popular. And another one who's always popular, Martina Cole, has a book coming out called No Mercy. And for those who like um, stories about, well, I wouldn't call them stories, but undercover crime and um, the family, mafia family, she often writes about women in that mafia family in the U.K., and she's quite hard-hitting, not for the faint-hearted, but um, her book coming out is No Mercy. That will be out this month. And for for people who are not so partial to such hard-hitting um, novels, Kathy Kelly, lovely Irish books. Um, I love Irish books. They are my among my favorite books. Um, she has a lovely book coming out called The Family Gift. I've actually read it. It is beautiful. It is heartfelt. It really is a lovely book. It's called The Family Gift, and that will be on shelf soon. It's a heartwarming book, and as I say, Irish books are some of my favorite books ever. For non-fiction lovers, there is a book coming out by Ben Oakry. It's called Prayer for the Living, and it is a collection of 23 stories that apparently blur the lines between illusion and reality. And I must say this really appeals to me because it sounds fascinating. And um, the stories are meant to make the reader think, to make them laugh, and to make them want to apparently look away while holding their gaze. And as I say, this sounds absolutely fascinating and really appeals to me. 
another one that um, I think will appeal to many people who started out with the real meal revolu- revolution uh, three years ago, I think that was. And Jono Proudfoot has now brought out or will be bringing out this month the real meal revolution 2.0. Now, this is a collection of data analysis that's been done over the last three years. What has worked and improved eating and it's helped thousands and thousands of people. And they've broken down the data from the last three years, nutritional science, behavioral research, and the result is cutting edge. It's a four-phase approach. It's not simply about losing weight. It's about being healthy, happy, and absolutely awesome. So look out for that one. Another one that I found also really appealed to me was something called Unfollow by Megan Phelps Roper. This is um, a, a memoir, I would probably call it, about written by Megan. She was brought up in the Westboro Baptist Church. And for those who don't know what that is, it's one of those fire and brimstone religious sects. Brought up very much under the public eye, and um, she participated in her first public protest at the age of five. But then in 2012, at the age of 26, she left the church and her family, and now she's written a book all about that, which I think will probably be quite fascinating. Quite a lot of memoirs coming out. Who I Am, again, by Lenny Henry. I love Lenny Henry. Lovely guy, comedian, chef, and I'm sure many of you remember watching him on his TV show where he cooked lovely food. Um, Also, Tall Tales and Wee Stories by Billy Connolly. Um, Also, a much-loved comedian. Fifty years on the stage, energy and outrage. And then in December 2018, he announced that he was retiring from his live stand-up comedy comedy career. There is also Julie Andrews' memoir coming out, Demi Moore. Lots to look out for. Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. In 2017, a routine network television investigation led Ronan Farrow to a story that was only whispered about. One of Hollywood's most powerful producers was a predator protected by fear, wealth, and a conspiracy of silence. If you want to read all about that, look out for Catch and Kill. That's going to be quite fascinating. Another one to look out for, and I know people might say I have very strange taste. I know my mother says I have the weirdest taste. She can't read anything that she finds on my bookshelf. Unicorn, which is a memoir, believe it or not, of a Muslim drag queen. Um, his name is Amru Al-Qadi by day, and by night he is Glamru, an empowered, fearless, and acerbic drag queen. Personally, I can't wait for that one, believe it or not. For those not into anything so flamboyant, there is For the Record by David Cameron. Um, he's going to, he's written this book speaking about how the governments he led transformed the UK 
economy and also the EU referendum. When we come back, I will be chatting to my guest, Mandy Friedman. This is People of the Book with Janice Liebowitz. We are back and I would love to welcome my guest, Mandy Friedman. Hello, Janice. Hi, Mandy. We are going to be chatting to you about life in a garden. And if people are wondering what that is, this is a project that, well, not really a project. It's more of a venue. A venue that Mandy Friedman hosts. She runs events there, which we are going to be chatting about. And if you would like to engage with us on this, if you'd like to ask any questions, remember you can reach us on the SMS line 34519 or on Telegram 061-895-1019. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or any comments, please send them through. Mandy. Janice. When did life in a garden start? Where was the beginning of its life? I think we have to go back a few years to basically to 2006 when I opened Indulgence Cafe in Northcliffe. And in 2015 when Indulgence Cafe closed and I moved everything that I used to do there to my home, which is in Darrenwood, it was something that I always wanted to do. I wanted to host the same events that I hosted at Indulgence at, at home. So I live in a house with a beautiful garden. And for me, it's actually life comma in a garden because it's not just about the life that happens in the garden. It's about all the life that happens within this garden, which is a bit confusing, I know. <laughs> so life in a garden is basically my home, which I use as a venue. And we host loads and loads of different events from books to lunches to birthdays to weddings to all sorts of weird and wonderful things. I mean, we do talks on, on health and animals and gardening. and But my main focus has always been books and primarily supporting South African authors. That's the next thing I wanted to ask you. You have always been an amazing supporter of South African authors, which is something that I do try and encourage and something that is quite difficult to do because there seems to be some kind of mental block against South African authors, South African productions, things that are local. Very much so. People are resistant to reading. I I don't think people realize the wealth of talent that we actually have in this country. And crime fiction is a new, relatively new genre for South Africa because mostly our our books have been about... Uh, the apartheid years and anti-apartheid years. Very and, much uh, so, you know, very much so. I always try and convince people. My my main line has always been, South African books are not about the Boer War and apartheid. But there is still a lot, there are still a lot of those books that are being written, oh, which, which I can't actually believe. They still get produced and published on a regular basis, a frighteningly regular basis. I think it's that's a topic that you can't avoid, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's part of our history. So anything that anybody writes about, particularly that happened in the last 200 years, or let's go back to Van Riebeck, if you want, is, is going to involve... Is going to involve <laughs> apartheid. Sorry, I'm just looking at Mandy's blue hand. Yes, I look like I hit a bank this morning, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you do. I know. It's absolutely fabulous because they shouldn't let idiots anywhere near gentian violet. Apparently, if you add gentian violet to your shampoo, you don't get this this yellow gold on in fake blonde hair. Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't go yellowy, yellowy, yellowy. So, yes, but they, they didn't say that don't pour it like a Jewish mama. 
<laughs> fabulous, fabulous tips that you get when you listen to a book show. I know, I know. We see what my bathroom looks like. It looks like somebody went to war with with, with lilac gardening stuff. Anyway, sorry. Back to but we digress. <laughs> I always digress. It makes life so much more interesting. Anyway, so so back to life in a garden. Anyway, so that's how it began, and I've hosted some really, really fascinating talks, and I'm absolutely blank because I can't come up with one at the moment. Well, I was about to ask you who was your first guest. And you remember that? Yes. Your first author guest. Funny enough, my first ever author guest was Melinda Ferguson. Oh, wow. With um, her first book. But that was at Indulgence. It wasn't at Life in a Garden. And my first big author guest at Life in a Garden was probably Alex Alessiva. With oh. uh, behind what was it? Behind closed behind doors. Behind closed doors. Yeah. No, it wasn't behind closed doors. Was it not? That that was what he wrote with Mandy Wiener. That wasn't Alex Alessiva. That was. That uh, was. Yeah, it was the, the other yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If anyone remembers, please let us know. ASAP. Alex Alessiva was the the, the the cold cold case. Yes. Fabu- that was fabulous. It really was fabulous. It was a fabulous event, and he's wonderful to chat to. So, who is the biggest name you've ever had as a guest? My she biggest, <laughs> my, no, 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 I had some amazing names because I did a, when Jenny and Chris Williams used to do those murder weeks, um, those she brought were amazing they were and the I never best. ever got to one. And when I asked her a couple of years ago, like, when is, I think it was, what did she call them? Bloody, murder, yeah, bloody book week. Bloody book week. Yeah. And I said, when is bloody book week this year? And she said she wasn't having one. I was devastated because she always used to have them around the same time every year. And I would looked at the calendar and I thought, this year I'm going to get there. And she told me, no, there isn't going to be one this year. Yeah, there hasn't been one for ages. I think it's probably about sponsorship and financing. Yes, I think very that's what much it always so. boils down to. And I noticed there are fewer of those big events because, and I think it does come down to cost. It absolutely does come down to cost. And the other, well, first of all, getting the authors here, particularly foreign authors, bringing yes, them in the country. Much, much fewer foreign authors than we used to have, without a doubt. Yeah. And she had some amazing ones. I mean, there was Jeffrey Deaver. Yes. Um, he looks just like an undertaker. Uh, he does. <laughs> he does. He does. He's, he's, he's really a does. scary looking guy. And mm. John Connolly, and but my all-time favorite, who I am completely blank at the moment, wrote The Magician. Because I'm a, my favorite genre is fantasy, which I don't get a lot to read these days. But I tell you, my favorite South African author at the moment is, and I've only just discovered her, and I don't know what bush I was hiding under, was Sally Andrews. Oh, fabulous. Have you fabulous read the new one? Yes, I have read all three of them. If you don't know what we're talking about, we are speaking about um, a series of books about somebody by the name of Tani Maria. She lives in the Karoo. She is the most fabulous character. She's an agony aunt. She's, She's an agony who... aunt, basically. But but what she does is she matches up each person's problem with a recipe. Of course, because food. she yes, she I should mean, be Jewish. She should be Jewish. She solves it, but she's food. very very Afrikaans, and she she believes that everything can be solved with the perfect recipe. And if you haven't discovered Tani Maria yet, you really really need to. Because these are the most fabulous books, and I actually also recommend them to everyone. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. I want to try a couple of those. I've only read, funny enough, I read the last, the most recent one, Death on the Limpopo, and now I'm reading the first one. I mean, I'm sort of going backwards in life, that's but that's Tani, fine. Tani Maria's Recipes for Love and Murder. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm absolutely. In fact, I stopped myself reading it because 
I, I want to savor it. And it's one of those books that you, you just kind of sit and read through. You can do it in an afternoon if you, if you're that focused and you haven't got distractions. So I thought I'd wait until the holidays roll around and then just, they are perfect. Kill it and and they are unfortunately books that you race through, but they should be read slowly to be saved. To save, exactly. Like she savors food. Yes. I mean, I just, in the, in Death and Limpopo, one of her, her comments, which, which actually, She's about to die. I mean, she's about to get murdered. And what's she thinking about? The last slice that, of cake that yes, she didn't eat. She didn't get the chance to eat that cake. Has has Sally Andrew been a guest at Not Life yet. in the Garden? Not yet. We haven't actually managed to line our timetables up. She she also likes to stay in the Karoo. She does. She's, she lives in the, in the she's Bundu. She's quite similar to her character. Yes. She likes to hibernate in her home. But she doesn't have the same figure because her character is more like me, you know, like short and dumpy. Yes. Tani Marie is, is quite, she's quite, she's a bit of a bobber actually. <laughs> and in her corduroy trousers. Yes, in her, in her, in her falscon. And, um, yes, Sally Andrews looks like she... She's a book. She, yeah, she does. Yeah, she, no, she she's, looks she's quite, a book. Yeah, she looks quite svelte. So tell me, how many people do you generally get at your events? Well, we can have anything from five to fifty. I mean, it really depends, depends on... Depending on who the guest is, the, really. who the guest is. Or what's happening? Like when we did a talk on succulents, for example, I've, biggest turnout ever was about fifty-five people for that. Who knew? And then I've who had knew? <laughs> who knew? Yes. <laughs> I think that was kind of like when our original drought was starting, and people were switching their gardens right. over to water wise. So yeah, so that's going back four years, four and a half. Maybe it's time to do that again. Anyway, so it could be. Yeah. Also, Alex Alassiev, he had a really, really good turnout, probably about forty people. But we can have as little as five. And our authors are, are quite, you know, I had Fred Kamalo with his previous book, Not yes. the Longest March. And we were sitting chatting and I think there were about six or seven of us sitting in a circle talking, which is actually really, really nice because it's very intimate. And it's nice for the guests because they really get to engage with the, with Absolutely. the author. Well, that's the thing. We keep it small. It's not like these big events that you have exclusive books and, and love books and whatever. There's like a hundred, 150 people and you don't actually get to engage with the author on a one-to-one basis. We are very much about engaging. And keeping it keeping it simple and intimate. I like I like simple and intimate. And talking and about great. talking about that, and also, um, your dogs are very much part oh, of yes. your events. I kind of put post on most events invites must love dogs because Yogi the Basset will invariably sit on your lap. Yes, he likes and, to be front and, and, and center. We've all seen pictures of that. Yes, Yogi features very much. Of all, well, not I've been very bad the last two weeks. I haven't posted a photo of him, but he features. Have you noticed that? Yes, have you noticed that? Yes. yes, he's been missing. Yes, I actually got a mouthful from somebody because there's no Yogi Daily. Just yes, by the way, Yogi Daily. Just by the way, if you want to find out about um, Mandy's events, you can go and look up Life, comma, in a Garden on Facebook, Absolutely. and you'll be able to find out what is going on there and when. And you can attend with you can, pleasure. You could also email me on, well, there's two choices. There's life in a garden at Mandy Friedman. That's Mandy with an I and Friedman as in fried dot coza or Mandy at Mandy Friedman dot coza. And we'll be posting all those details on our people of the book Facebook page in case you didn't catch that right now. Tell me one thing. Obviously, um, let's, let's keep it, um, Politically correct here, and and let's let's you know non-disclosure and all. Have you had any really difficult guests? I can't actually say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, <laughs> I tell you when the ones are difficult. So I have a bit of bit of an off-the-wall sense of humour, and things come fast and furious out of my mouth. And sometimes, as my father would have said, my ears don't hear what my mouth says. And when I'm talking to an author, I kind of expect them to stay up with me, you know. And, and you expect authors to be kind of pretty fast. And I have 
had to chat to one or two authors. I won't go into names because that would just, you know, incur the wrath of people. Um, <laughs> Let's not do that. Where you can't, you can't draw them out. You know, so you say something and you get a one word answer. And I've had a couple of those and, and you, you really want them to kind of lead the conversation. Because whilst I have read a, f- a lot of the books that I, I mean, I, I try and read every book before I interview an author. And whilst, whilst you want them to kind of embroider and, and, you know, sort of make it more interesting, they don't. So I'll say, so what caused you to write this book? Well, I got divorced. Oh, that's fabulous. So tell me more about that. Well, you know, he's a, he's a pig. Okay. Well, um, let's move on swiftly. <laughs> it's just, yeah, and you wonder why they are attending an event where you know, they know that they are going to be engaging with you because you are interviewing them. And most likely they're going to be engaging with an audience where there'll be questions. Absolutely. And you, and you want them to, look, you don't want them to run away with it because then you've got to bring them back. Like, kind of like me, I can waffle onto a different direction very easily. So you've got to be able to, to bring it back to the, to the topic on, and the, the question that you're answering. And they don't do that. You know, they don't give you that opportunity. Either they don't give you the opportunity because they're so busy talking. There's like, who is like that? Uh, who's the cartoonist? Sapiro. Sapiro is absolutely fabulous. He sat there for... I'm actually waiting to see whether we, we managed to get an interview with him because he's going to be in Jojo ju- ju- Oh, he's fabulous. Well, I, I'm about his new... He's got a new book coming out. He's spoken to Janine. Yes. Okay. I no, have. I have. I am, I am busy trying to organize that with Janine. So hopefully, um, I hope you guys are all listening. Hopefully we will be able to arrange an interview with Zapiro. Because really, what is this time of year without a new Zapiro book? And he's fabulous to talk to. Okay. But you've got to keep him on track because he, he just goes. I mean, you, you're talking about one thing. He answers the question. Then he moves on to the left and he moves on to the right. And, and well, then, that is the thing with creatives, really. Yeah. yeah that, that, that is the way they Very minds short attention. Well, that is the way their minds <laughs> work. That, man. that is the way that that it is with creatives generally so keep him on track when you get to and keep his answer short otherwise you, you'll ask him one question and you'll take up the whole 40 minutes i mean that's a done over so and in general and your guests as well i mean the people who who come to these events who are they who i mean yeah who because people always say to me nothing happens in this town there's nothing to go to and i mean quite the opposite is no, there's true. always something happening in this town there's always, I mean, literally an, exhibi- an art exhibition, just for example, opens every Thursday and there's a two or three. So literally you can actually go and have free wine and free snacks at many <laughs> galleries and many places on a, on a but, Thursday but evening. Book events as well. There are so Plenty many book, book events. events. Book launches, signings. There is so much to see and do. The difference though with most book launches, so whether it's love books, exclusive books or book dealers, uh, just to, for, for three examples, is that they're generally free. So you can go yes. and buy, man aren't. Okay, we charge you an entry. And but we, your entry fee is minimal. My entry is a hun- between 100 and 150. Um, and that's because we supply you with lunch and there's a car guard outside and because it's a small intimate venue and quite frankly that's how I make my living. So we do charge you an, an entry fee but it's worth it. You can bring your own wine or your own drinks and we'll supply you with glasses and you can, you can have a party and you'll also make new friends. You, you will see, generally, you'll see the same people every I time. I was about you come. to ask yeah. that. Do you have the same people? Do, have they created like their own little club? They have, actually. There's like a little core group and everybody knows what's going on in everybody's lives and some of them actually socialize outside of the venue now as well, which That's is really amazing. nice. But don't let that put you off everybody because everybody is welcome. Everybody's welcome. And, uh, we actually have a, a funny enough, you should mention this, but it's not going to help 
crossing uh, Jansmatz Avenue. So you're on the wrong side of the Jansmatz <laughs> Avenue on the 17th, I think it is, when the cycle challenge is on. We have oh a my talk goodness. on dating for over 40s. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is the Sunday of the cycle challenge, but that does sound... Fascinating, and that is a very, very relevant topic, particularly today when a lot of dating is digital. You know, and you yes. don't know who's. You know, if he calls you dear, he's Baba from Nigeria. He's not. Um, he's not a local. So oh. <laughs> you oh really got to be. You've got to be on your game today when you're dating, and and, and it's. I think the whole thing has changed. So, yes, Dawn's a moment's coming, and she's going to talk about dating after forty. But you really have to be on my side of Yansmat's Avenue, otherwise you aren't going to get. Oh there. wow, yes, that is um, the seventeenth. It's kind of like stay on on your side of of town, and and but that but as I say, the topic itself. It's very topical. It's very topical. It's very relevant, and I think a lot of people are wondering. You know, Janice, is this it for me? I, I'm going to butt right in here. I'd, I'd like to talk to you about an event that's happening on the first of December. That's actually our last book event of the year. And I'm calling it the Big Five because we've got five authors coming in, um, three of which are nonfiction, one of which is a nice Jewish boy, Stephen Boyke Sidley. Oh, I interviewed him. Oh, did you? With, yes. his, with, his, with his new book? Yes, Leaving Word. Leaving Word. Yes, yes I haven't read I it yet. and arrived today. It's a fabulous book. I got a five. I really enjoyed it. Janine dropped off five books for me to read today. I mean, can you? I mean, like. Between now and the 1st of December. I don't have a life. Don't worry about it. Um, so Stephen Boyke Sidley. Um, and then the educated wait- waiter, Tafadzwa. Uh, yes. He's coming. I'm trying to get um, Isabella Morris with her new book. It's a, it's a story of Marzwani. It's the, a biography about the lady who started the Shisanyamas, which for me being in yes, food in I my real life. I have a couple of my book club members um, the, the High FM book club members who are going to be reviewing that for me. So we will be hearing about that in the next few weeks. Um, and then the, one of yeah, the others fabulous, is, it know, sounds like a fabulous book. It does, yeah. In fact, I recommend that Isabella Morris as the, as the, as the ghostwriter for that book. So I'm, oh, quite, really? I'm proud of myself actually. You know, like, I did good. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the other authors is, um, blank, completely blank, Lechego Zulu with, who was married to Gugu Zulu? Yes, and her book, um, I ha- wanting to live. Wanting to live. I choose to live. Sorry, my my yes. brain's a bit foggy this morning. Um, and I'm looking for a fifth book at the moment. So if you know any um, drama, thriller, detective, I think we really need something with a bit of. I've tried to Sally Andrews. She said she wasn't going to be in town, which is really really sad. So if and you know I of anybody, don't, I don't think Dion is going to still be in town. So sorry, can't get him. The Dion, yes, the Dion Mayor. He, he doesn't have much personality. I whispered because I didn't want anybody to hear that. But he is. I've I've interviewed him, and he is. If you get him on the right topic, does he, he open up? He does open up because I went to a book he event really a few years ago, and it was like. One of those pulling teeth people. He just doesn't open up. If you get him on the right topic. Well, you would think his work would be the right topic. Hello. If you, him, if you get him on the right topic, he does open up. And he's actually, he's quite fascinating. He's quite a deep guy. And he's actually quite fascinating. A lot of our crime writers actually don't yes. live in Joburg. What do you no, think they don't. I mean, that's Cape Town. Does that bring out, the, Town. bring out We're the crime? We're going to have to wrap this up. Oh, all the information, all spot. the information given here is going to go on the Facebook page. Thank you so much, Mandy. It's been fascinating. An absolute pleasure, Janice. Anytime you'd like me to come back, I'll just wend my way with my passport to the side of the world. Thank you so much. It's been great. Bye. Bye. I love it when you read.
This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. And we are back. That was Mandy Friedman that I was chatting to earlier about her event venue, Life in a Garden, and about all the authors that she chats to and all the guests that she has. All the information on that is going to be up on our Facebook page, so if you didn't catch it all, don't panic. We will put up all the contact details, all the information, and you'll be able to get in touch with her if you need any of that info and if you'd like to attend any of her events, which I'm sure she would thoroughly enjoy, and I'm sure you'll enjoy them as well. Speaking about events and speaking about the fact that people often say to me, there's nothing going on in this town, there's nowhere to go, there's nothing to do, especially if you are interested in books. There is a fabulous event coming up next week. It's on Thursday, and I know that I mentioned that the Dion Mayer book launch was happening next Thursday, but there's another event happening, again, that I think is of extreme relevance if you're interested in things that are historical and things that are relevant to Johannesburg. It's a book launch happening at Book Dealers, Book Dealers of Bluebird, which is on the lower level of the Bluebird Center on the corner of Athol, Oaklands and 4th Street in Burnham. It's at 6 for 6.30 p.m. You can RSVP to Book Dealers at mweb.co.za or you can call them on 011-440-6338. The book they will be launching is called Jose Dale Lace. A Woman of Some Importance, and it's by Pamela Heller Stern. The author, Pamela, is going to be in conversation with Carl Landsberg, who is an art collector and a former lecturer in art history. Now, some of you might know who Jose Dale Lace is. Her original name was actually Josephine, and she was nicknamed Jose. I'll give you a bit of background on who she was. She sounds like she was fascinating. She sounds like quite a character. And this is the description that is given of her and actually of the book. She was blonde and beautiful, statuesque and vivacious with a fine sense of the dramatic. Jose Dale Lace became the darling of London aristocratic society at first. Within a short time, however, the same exclusive circle shunned her for her scandalous indiscretion. Not to be deterred or subjected to a manipulative, entitled lover, she became an actress at the famous Haymarket Theatre, her maiden role in Oscar Wilde's A Woman of No Importance. Here, women were charmed by her grace and beauty, men quite bewitched by her irresistible allure. She met and married handsome, immaculately dressed John Lace, a Sir Galahad who embraced her and took in her illegitimate son, Lancelot, I mean the name alone, he took in Lancelot as his own. And the question as to who Lancelot's father actually was um, is also quite interesting, which I'm sure is, is covered in the book. They lived in the roller coaster world of high finance, diamonds and gold in the early years of South Africa's mining, Randalls. Life in Johannesburg included sumptuous banquets, parties and entertainment in their magnificent Herbert Baker home. And if you know um, the area which is around the Donald Gordon um, Hospital, their home is a Herbert Baker home by the name of Northwoods. Beautiful, beautiful home. 
um, if you're interested in, in Googling it, uh, I did some research on this. It's absolutely magnificent. Jose was the talk of the town. She bathed regularly in fresh milk. She kept her skin beautifully soft. She, she insisted on bathing in fresh milk. She slept between black silk sheets. And at a time when everyone was having their, their carriages pulled by, by horses, because that was, it was in the, the early 1900s, she insisted on having her carriage pulled by four zebras. Fate, however, intervened in this, this idyll and took the wealth, burnt the mansion, the mansion, and plunged her from riches to rags like an upside-down Cinderella. I think this sounds absolutely fascinating. And, I mean, it sounds like some kind of fairy tale, but it, it's a true story about a real individual who actually lived in Johannesburg, as I say, in the early 1900s. The author herself, Pamela Heller Stern, was born in Cape Town. She is the writer of poetry, poetic drama, political satire, and she also has written other novels, um, The Pink Slippers, It's a Red Moon and a Green Man, Who's Knocking on My Door and Have a Heart. Um, and she currently lives in Johannesburg. So if you are interested in attending this launch and finding out, I'm sure she's going to be talking more about the life of Jose Dale Lace, and I'm sure she'll give some more background, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to just be fascinating. And that is, as I say, next Thursday at Book Dealers of Bluebird on the lower level of the centre, the Bluebird Centre, on the corner of Athol Oakland and 4th Street um, in Burnham. 6 for 6.30 p.m. and you can RSVP, bookdealers at mweb.co.za or 011-440-6338. If you are interested, there are a couple of other book launches happening um, on the 12th of November. If people are interested, at um, Exclusive Books in Sandton at 6 o'clock. Arthur Chaskelson's book, um, and we all know who he was, a very dedicated um, um, judge, um, Arthur Chaskelson's book, A Life Dedicated to Justice for All, is is going to be launched there, and you'll be able to go along and listen to what he has to say about that. Um, also, unfortunately, on the same evening, um, a book by the name of As If Born to You by Susan Newham-Blake, 6 o'clock. Again, um, that seems to be the general time where events happen. Often not a great time, I find, to drive across town and get anywhere. But um, that seems to be the chosen time for most events, usually 6 for 6.30. Um, and this this event um, for As If Born to You is at Exclusive Books in Rosebank. And as I mentioned earlier, at Exclusive Books in Hyde Park on the 14th is Dion Mayer's launch for his new book, The Last Hunt. As I said earlier, this time of year, you go into a bookshop and really the book's we are spoiled for choice. We are so, so lucky with what is out there. And if there's anything in particular that you have been anticipating, please let me know if you can't find it. Also, how approachable do you find bookshops when you go in and you ask for something? Are they approachable? If there's a book that you've heard about and you go into a shop and you don't find it, do you find that the people that you approach there know what you're asking for? Are they willing to look it up for you? Do they, I mean, I found often it depends where you are, where you go. They tend to look it up for you. 
they often don't know what you're talking about, even when you tell them, but everybody's talking about this. And sometimes they actually have no clue what you're talking about. Let me know your experience. I'm quite interested to, to know what your experience has been when you've been looking for something. I love it when you read to me. This is People of the Book with Janice Liebowitz. Wrapping up the show, I hope I've given you a lot to think about. I did mention a lot of books earlier. Um, if you didn't get the chance to write those down, um, they will all be on the Facebook page. Remember, you can email me if there's anything that you missed that you wanted to ask about or if there's a particular book that you wanted to query. Um, possibly you're not on Facebook. I do understand that not everybody is. Um, if there's anything that you want to know, please do email me on books at highfm.com. Um, you can send through your telegram messages again, 061-895-1019 or SMS on 34519. There were, it, it was really, it was a long list of books. And I really understand if you didn't catch all of those. I would also like to thank Mandy Friedman for being my guest. It was lovely to chat to her, very lively conversation. And do you remember her events that she mentioned on Sunday, the 17th of November? Uh, it won't be easy to get across town. She is quite far out in Darrenwood, but um, it's going to be a fascinating event. Um, she's got a speaker talking about dating over 40. She's written a book about it, and I think that's going to be quite an interesting conversation and, as we said, very topical and very relevant. And also on the 1st of December, she's going to have um, varied authors, five authors chatting different topics, different books, fiction and non-fiction, and that is her last event at Life in a Garden for the year. So that should be a lot of fun. I will be posting all the information of how to get hold of Mandy on the Facebook page as well. Again, if you are not on Facebook, please feel free to email me. Next week on the show, we are going to be featuring a review from two very diverse reviewers who will be chatting about their point of view on Ronnie Castrell's memoir that has just been published. It's called Chasing Tadpoles. And as I say, two very diverse reviewers, two, two very different age groups we'll be hearing from. And they'll be, you'll be hearing their chat on the show next week. Again, we'd love to hear from you. How do you feel about having Ronnie Castrells on the show? We'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Have a Shabbat Shalom and please let me know what you're reading.